Hey everyone, today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by thecowlot.com. The Cowlot is a retailer of hand-shaped cowboy hats and other Western products as well, and they're committed to customer service and dedicated to the cowboy way and how you wear your hat. Thecowlot.com is where cowboys and cowgirls shop to get their new lids, so head on over to thecowlot.com, tell them Dan at the Modern Cowboy Podcast sent you, and hey, Check out the episode 114 where I interviewed the owner, Glenn Orms, and hear their story behind the Calot. I think you'll find it very interesting. One thing you're going to really love is you're going to love the new lid you get because they take the utmost in care in making sure that you get the proper fit and the exact shape you want. So head on over to thecalot.com, get a new lid, and tell them Dan sent you. I want to take this opportunity to thank you, the listeners. We sincerely appreciate everyone's support of the Modern Cowboy podcast and brand. We are just so thankful and and feel so blessed. We want to thank everyone for the reviews, all the emails and DMs we get from everybody telling us how much they enjoy the show and and things that they they gain from it. And and we're just very, very thankful. So thank you to you guys, the listeners. And if you haven't had a chance to uh, review the podcast, uh, head on over to iTunes or whatever platform you listen to your podcasts on and, and let us know what you think. We'd, we'd love to hear from you. So thanks again to everyone, and just want you to know that you're sincerely appreciated. I want to give a big shout-out to my wife, uh, Stephanie. Steph's just she's got a real love for people. And back in 2018, she had an idea. She wanted to start a company where she could find a way to bring hope and encouragement along with giving from the heart to others. After a couple years of just trying to figure out and, and a lot of prayer, she's finally had launched it now and she kicked it off with uh with a graphic tea and this tea is called the stacy's tea it's inspired by uh her good friend stacy who was diagnosed with stage four cancer she's a single mom with five kids so it's a really cool tea you can go to www.perseveranceu.com and that's the word perseverance with the letter u at dot com uh, and you can see the tea 100 percent of the profits go to stacy and her family there's there'll, there'll be more of these inspirational teas to come. They'll be named after actual real people that are fighting the fights of life that we all have. I don't know anyone whose lives haven't been affected by cancer or some type of horrific disease or illness. So check that out. And and if you're able to help, you get a, a great tea. And we just ask that you would keep Stacy and her family in your prayers. Where are you cowboys and cowgirls at? Hey, everybody. This is Dan Hillenbrand, and welcome to Modern Cowboy the podcast for the cowboy lifestyles and businesses around the world. I'm glad you're here, so sit back in your saddle and prepare to be inspired, motivated, educated, and entertained as I interview a new guest each week that embodies the modern cowboy. Just a band to the bone 
Hey everybody, welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast. I'm uh, excited to have my guest on today. Uh, it's, it's interesting, I, I came across their products, uh, I think initially through social media, and they make coolers or ice chests as I've always referred to them as, and, and I didn't realize this about myself until probably, I don't know, maybe six, eight years ago, my wife said, you know, you've got this thing with buying ice chests, I don't know what it is, and, and, and I realized, I looked around, I had all these different coolers and ice chests and I guess I, I guess I always have had this kind of weird thing about getting ice chests so you know that we, we've seen a lot of uh, new developments with the, the new coolers and there's been a lot of marketing with them and, and you know how long they'll keep ice and, and keep stuff so anyway long story short I live in Arizona as most of you know and uh, I came across this company Canyon Coolers and they make I mean you know some of the top of the line just awesome looking real current relevant cool cool stuff and being that they're they're right here close to where I'm at I I, I just I wanted to get the the owner on the podcast and, and talk to them about their their products and their brand and, and just find out how they got started so uh, we have Jason Costello on the podcast today Jason welcome to modern cowboy podcast Dan, thanks for having me on. Uh, you're you're not alone in your uh, collection of ice chests. We, <laughs> of course, stumble across uh, quite a few characters that uh, own a ridiculous amount of ice chests, and uh, we, of course, embrace them all. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, so so tell us how how long has your company been around? Oh, just we're closing in on ten years. We're almost. We'll be ten years uh, next spring. And then, and what inspired you? Were, were you one of those uh, cooler collectors, or uh, you know, what what made you decide, hey, I'm going to start a you know a, a ice chest or cooler company? <laughs> well, my it was a whitewater rafting actually that brought me into ice chests. I uh, became obsessed with whitewater rafting, and uh, I needed an ice chest. And uh, before I knew it, I was talking to a, a little company out of Durango. I was helping finance their production. And um, it, uh, they just needed so much help. And uh, I was at a point in my career where I was looking to, to grow and expand. And uh, before I knew it, I owned an ice chest company. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, mostly through obstinance and, you know, a tiny bit of uh, savings, but that's it. Right. So what, what kind of business were you in before? I was doing industrial safety for about 15 years. So I was the guy that would show up at, you know, a, a coal mine and, and make sure the respirators work or uh, do fall protection at a power plant or, uh, you know, band-aids for the local school. But if, if it was related to safety in the workplace, um, I'd probably walk through your place of business. Right. And then, but then the whitewater rafting was, was a hobby that became an obsession. Absolutely. Uh, when I first moved to Arizona in the nineties, I, I, all my friends were majoring in forestry and I don't know why I didn't, but uh, we kept finding ourselves um, on the birdie river on these old canoes, beating them up, uh, wrapping them around rocks uh, and having a fantastic time. And uh, it, it kind of naturally evolved from there. Um, 
after being dumped out a lot in much larger rivers, uh, I bought a raft on a, on a bit of a whim and um, became pretty obsessed at that point. Yeah, and that, and that uh, whitewater rafting can get can get pretty intense. I actually was raised in, in uh, and grew up in Northern California, and uh, there's some pretty cool rafting up there on the American River and stuff. Although I never, oh yeah, yeah, I, I never got into the real serious. I, I know there's different classifications. A lot of my rafting was the the slow float there through uh, Folsom and the American River Bridge and all that. But um, I, I, you know, did get into a little bit of it. You know, nothing, nothing real serious. But m- my wife has been getting into kayaking now, so she. She's uh, thrilled about oh, that. So, yeah. kayaking's been exploding this year. I think it was up seventy-four percent in May. It's one of those things you can do, uh, but still be socially distant outside. So, yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. So, um, the other thing too that 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 I just I loved about uh, your company is uh, the name Canyon Coolers. I mean, did that just that that kind of just roll off your tongue one day, or was the other company called that, or? <laughs> It was, no, the other company had a completely different name. Um, I was in negotiations with an outfitter um, who was renting equipment for people to go do canyon trips. And uh, their name was Canyon Outfitters. And uh, I thought we would uh, eventually be going into business. So I was like, and I had this cooler thing sort of going on the side. So Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, do you mind if I, you know, use this name as well? And, and, um, well, the business of outfitting rafts didn't work out, the uh, the name stuck. It was the right name for us, absolutely. And, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, there's yeah. actually a history of them. They uh, here in Flagstaff, they were making these coolers by hand in the '80s out of fiberglass, and uh, so it was really neat to kind of bring that back and, and take care of those those same folks that were doing it way back then. Oh really? So it so this company that you worked with before that you ended up I I assume Canyon Coolers is, is that company? Did you did you end up buying them or just taking them over or in is that how that happened? Or? They were yeah they were they were a rack. It really wasn't so much a company as it was a, a decent sales guy, but it really wasn't a business. Got gotcha. you. Um, so that's yeah they they were just living in a paycheck to paycheck. So I I bought it out. And then I got to live paycheck to paycheck for several <laughs> right. years. Right. Um, and some of those paychecks took a year, but, right. <laughs> um, but it did, you know, it did work out, you know, where we probably move 30,000 uh, ice chests a year. Now uh, we're still David in the David and Goliath cooler wars, but right. uh, we think Arizona has a place at the table for high end ice chests and building them for the desert. Absolutely. Now, now do you, are you, are you guys factory? Is it here in Arizona too, or? We do a variety of different manufacturing partnerships. Okay. So uh, we just recently onboarded some um, production here in the United States, and we're molding in Prescott, and mm-hmm. then we do final assembly here in Flagstaff, okay. and then ship the product out to the end user. Um, prior to that, I was working with a company in Thailand, and even the Thailand guys, we were sending them the foam and the seal, and then they would assemble it. Right to our designs and our tooling, and then send it back to us. So it's it's been in a it's been an interesting adventure um, watching the company grow for sure. Yeah. So ten years now, when you started out, what was have like one ice box or a couple or in you know and and how and now I know you've got several different designs and 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 levels now. Uh, how'd that progress? Oh. um 
we were working with a company that had a few generic molds. So we were taking what came out of the mold and then we were adding, I was basically adding my own latches to it. Mm-hmm. And then we developed a seal that we really liked and the QC was typically really bad. So I was doing a lot of quality control here before something was shipped out. So it was real scratch and dent, um, right. uh, nitty gritty kind of work. Um, but as, um, but you know, as people realized that the service was good and the product was good or great, um, we started earning repeat business from people and we were able to then design our own coolers and build our own tools. And, um, you know, we've been able to grow and refine and learn from my myriad of mistakes over the years. Now I see that you've got a Ford Bronco cooler, uh, is this in response to Ford uh, putting out the new Ford Bronco, or are you, or are you a Ford Bronco uh, aficionado? You, you've been peeking at our social media. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I've owned I've owned a '72 Ford Bronco since forever. I don't know if it was 1990, eh, probably 1999, 1998. Okay, somewhere in there, and it's not finished, and it's a little rough, but it's got some great parts on it. So I've always been kind of a Bronco fan, Bronco right? Nut. So, yes, I, I watched the live Bronco reveal, and uh, I thought they did a great job of it. Very cool. So now, t- tell us tell us about, you know, how yours are, coolers are built, and, and I know you guys have, uh, a, 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 well, what I've read about is a, a pretty amazing uh, warranty and stuff. So tell us about that a little bit. Uh, the warranty is one of those things that sort of sets us apart. Um, we, we don't require folks to keep receipts necessarily. Um, if, you know, if something goes wrong with the cooler, we basically warranty it. Um, I, I don't want to take care of it if you intentionally put it in front of a train, but if it accidentally is run over by a train, yes, we would warranty your cooler. So, uh, if you ever had a problem with a latch or lost a drain plug or anything like that, we, we tend to just take care of people. Um, so the warranty is good for life. Um, it's transferable. It's no hassle. It's uh, you know pretty much no fault. As long as it's not intentional, we'll uh, we'll replace it or fix it for you. And uh, the coolers themselves are made during in a process of what's called rotational molding. Uh-huh. And um, rotational molding is a very inexact science as far as making plastic parts. They're not as um, cookie cutter as other forms of plastic making so you have some variances but the nice thing the neat thing about it is you get a really strong product so it makes like a double walled product that doesn't leak and has no seams and that lets us contain like a really dense harsh expanding foam that that really kind of when you tie the two together that's where the magic happens gotcha now, something else I noticed, too, you've got some cool dividers in them. And then I've seen uh, the ones that are set up for fishing with fishing pole holders. So I, I saw a picture of one on the back of a, uh, I, I think it was a uh, a jet ski or something like that. Um, yeah. Is this something that you guys just recently introduced? or um, I don't think I've seen that in a cooler before, uh, one that's set up for fishing like that. And it, and it actually looks uh, super cool, uh, pun intended there in the cooler. <laughs> <laughs> That's really unique. Um, we, we, these types of super coolers were not invented by brand Y, um, right. but rather they've been around the, 
um, for 30 or 40 years. Uh, you just, they were in Australia or New Zealand, right. places like that. So we took a lot of design cues initially from Australian coolers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you'll see some of our coolers have sliders on them, which is a more common thing for Australia to have. But we, we liked it here. We felt it adapted to backs of trucks and desert uses. Um, but funnily enough, we, um, we made contact with the largest Sea-Doo dealer in the world, and he happens to be in the Gold Coast of Australia, and we collaborated together to build basically a jet ski fishing cooler. Right. <laughs> it's pretty fancy, yeah. It will hold four fishing poles plus two others that you control with, and it has a work deck built in, and it'll fit just about any um, watercraft out there. Yeah, and but, it looks yeah, that's super one of cool. Our more unique ones, for yeah. sure. <laughs> it, yeah, it, I mean that's a nice setup. That you see, you see that picture with that Sea-Doo with that thing on the back, and it, it makes you want one. The cooler and the yeah, and the jet it's ski. It's a little ahead of the market, but uh-huh. but yeah, that jet ski fishing is a huge thing right now in like Japan, New Zealand, and Australia, and we we think it's coming to the U.S. because it's a nice, easy way to get out. You can yeah. troll in close to shore. Yeah, it's it's gas efficient. Um, so, yeah, we we think it's pretty neat. I finally picked up a couple uh, new-to-me CDs anyway, so I, I'm looking forward to, to getting out there. With it. Now, the, these coolers float as well? They do, yeah. The insulation inside allows them to float. So they will float. Um, we haven't really tested to see how much other stuff you can put in and have it still float, but most right. everything is near the density of water, so it, it's going to... Uh, probably not go to the bottom of the lake and dump <laughs> it should be right there at the top lake. and and then now your latches again like you know i don't own one of your coolers yet i've i've checked them out with some some buddies of mine that did have one and then um i do have an ordering with you guys to get one of your soft coolers is uh uh okay. you guys are are behind in production those now is is the virus deal set you guys back with production on some of that stuff or just selling out it did and it didn't. i mean everyone's going camping and everyone wants coolers because it's one of those things you can do so right um so we've been fortunate in that um it's you know it's probably helped us what really sort of jerked us around was the first three weeks in april where nobody was doing anything and the phone didn't ring and we were sitting here scared barbecuing right <laughs> but otherwise uh isolating um, so then, you know, we had less than half the revenue we expected. And so we, we shut down our production lines mm-hmm. and then you start to have one good week. You can't turn it on two good weeks. You can't quite turn it on. Right. You have to get three or four weeks and then you're behind the ball. So that's, you know, a little bit of both, I would say happened. Our production has been shut, had been shut down and our plans and our, our dealers couldn't commit to any right. at the time. And that's understandable. Yeah, um, but uh, but we're happy to say like yeah we you know, we pulled through and now we're just trying to get caught up. And, and, and our brand seems to really picked up this year. People are catching on to the canyon name and what we're all about, and uh, and they seem to really respond to it. And the number of repeat customers has been amazing. I didn't understand that there would be this many people that would buy a second, third, or fourth canyon cooler. Well, that that's these kooky cooler people like myself that you know. <laughs> you got to get one in every size and color. What what is the biggest cooler you guys make? Uh, we do a two hundred and twenty two quart cooler, 
And that is the standard cooler used in 18-foot rafts on the Colorado River. Okay. And um, I'm not going to claim you will have the same results, but those guys get 27 days of ice out of those things. No kidding. Um, yeah, it's about management at that point. Right. They, they only get into it maybe for one week, or they'll only get into it in the morning once, and maybe once in the evening, things like that. But, uh, but yeah, that cooler, our 150 is the biggest one we make that's really, really nice. And that was our first 100% made in USA product. And we went over the top without it. It wants to get in fights with other coolers. It's just <laughs> <has> an attitude. <laughs> And it's been great because uh, Prescott hasn't been able to keep up with the demand, but uh, they're, they're coming in and going out as quickly as we can get them done. And then, in in terms of the hard cooler, what's the 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 smallest one you make? We do a little twenty two quart outfitter, and we do a twenty two quart scout. So, um, and one is just more premium than the other. One's meant to just be lightweight and fit in small places and be kind of tough. Doesn't right. have a great ice retention, but it's you know it's fine to go out for cruise in your in your razor or something, um, or for a road trip. And the other one is covered with mesh netting and has ten different tie down spots and drain plugs and a lot more insulation in the lid. So, so that one's more meant to be outside or on the back of a stand up paddleboard or uh, out in the sun all day for those longer missions on the lasers. Got you now. You guys ship outside of the U.S. too? Uh, we do do some business in Canada. Um, we've done some in Iceland, although that was a long time ago. Um, but it's 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 tricky to get out there. But we right. have about 400 brick-and-mortar stores here in the U.S. that carry us now. Oh, you do? Yes. Yes, uh, Sportsman's Warehouse has been a great client of ours. Uh, Ace Hardware, especially down in the valley in Arizona, but a uh, number of Ace Hardware systems southwest. Um, some of the lots of rafting stores carry us, and um, four wheeling um, places such as Desert Rap or like that. Yeah, you know it's interesting. I've, I've, you know, how long have you been in like Sportsman's Warehouse? About three years now. Okay. Yeah, we're right on year three. And that's our, you know, that's our big box. And, and it's tricky to grow your company to be able to work with a company like that. Right. You know, it's been, uh, that's been an interesting challenge. It'll wake you up at 3 a.m. Right. It's also been good. So. <laughs> yeah, well, it's interesting. I mean, you guys have been around 10 years. You've been in Sportsman's Warehouse for three years. And, and you know, and I just really recently discovered you guys in, in, uh, it's just interesting about brands and, and you know brand awareness and, and you know when you when you come across it that uh, I may have you know I may have walked by it in Sportsman's Warehouse before and you know but just it, for whatever reason it didn't click you know what I mean and then uh, I think it was really the social media which was what what really what really you know got me and, and drew me into it so very very cool story though now your your soft coolers you only you have two sizes in those. Correct. Uh, we're going to have a third size here sometime in early September. We have a, a 20, roughly 20 liter, 22 quart size. Mm -hmm. um, so great for a smaller vehicle, you know, road trip. And we have a 30 quart size 
a little better suited to maybe the fisherman or for, you know, a little bit bigger family. Right. And then uh, we've periodically come out with various backpacks over the last four or five years. So we're going we're gonna to do uh, a backpack version of this, of these latest coolers that we have. Um, Very cool. We've been really, really happy with them. I've struggled to find the right manufacturer of the right quality control that I can work with to do a design. And, uh, yeah, the liner's like this really neat stretchy material that it's not the brittle plastic that uh, it disintegrates too you know, easily. So uh, we've been really happy with the ice retention and the overall quality. Right. And, and those soft coolers too, well, and hard coolers as well, but the soft coolers are, are also good for, you know, especially in, in Arizona when you go grocery shopping and you got to bring home, you know, frozen goods or things that need to stay cold on the way home. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. My soft cooler kind of replaced some of my small and hard coolers in terms of like what I go to. Right. But, um, but yeah, that's been, it's, uh, certainly handy and they fit in small weird spots and stay out of the way when you need them out of the way yeah, it's, it's been a great product addition for us. We, we think there's a, a lot of room to grow in that category yeah very cool well you know um of course this podcast is called modern cowboy and, and we you know the majority of things we talk about are cowboy businesses and cowboy lifestyles and in that but uh we always do venture off into other things, and, and cowboys uh, need uh, good coolers, especially uh, rodeo cowboys hauling a lot of that uh, Colorado Kool Aid around. But um, uh, are, are you are you into the Western world at all, or besides, you know, just the the, the countryside of, of rafting and in the outdoors, or? Yeah, we sponsor the Payson Rodeo every year. Oh, okay. uh, we've been sponsors at Prescott Rodeo and the Flagstaff Rodeo. Uh, we've done some smaller things down at the Roadrunner. Um, oh, so you know, and, um, uh, you know Wacy well. then, huh? Do you know? I Wacy? know Wacy. Yeah, absolutely. I know Wacy. Uh, a real good friend of mine was on the circuit for a long time, and he's he's one of our sales guys right now. So he. Uh, he kind of introduced me to the cowboy world, and uh, it's pretty wild, pretty fun. <laughs> so. Very cool. Yeah, I actually just had I just had Wacy on the on the podcast here. I don't know about three years. I think three episodes ago or so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's a hustler, man. He's uh, yeah, he is. Things happen out there. Absolutely. Well, then, then you you don't you probably don't have a a favorite uh, brand of uh, cowboy hat then. Or do you? I don't. I when it comes to the cowboy stuff, I have a good buddy that you know points me in a certain direction, and I I just take it on faith. There you so go. He might be making me look ridiculous by cowboy standards. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think he stirred me well so far. <laughs> he, but, he, uh, he he but, put you in one of those Brad Paisley hats, the country western <laughs> yeah. singer hat. There you go. Yeah. Um, no bash on Brad Paisley, you know, but I mean, the country music guys—they they bend their hats a little different than you know rodeo guys or or ranch cowboys. But that's true. And then, yeah, whether you tuck your tuck your pants into your boot or you yeah, don't, and exactly, yeah, or cuff them up, whatever. <laughs> How about boots? Do you wear you wear cowboy boots at all, or are you? I do more? have a pair. They're they're pretty darn nice. I'm told. Uh, I bought them for my buddy's wedding, and he made sure I, I dressed the part appropriately. Um, beyond that, you know, uh, I, I couldn't tell you the brand off the top of my head, other than I got them at a 
you know, a, a well-regarded boot store um, down in the valley. Gotcha. How about how about movies? You, you got a favorite cowboy movie? Favorite cowboy movie? Yeah. Oh gosh, there's a lot of them out there. You know, I. Yeah, what is, what's what's the most popular one amongst the Cowboys? Let me turn that around a little bit. Well, I'll tell you, uh, you know, because I ask that question to everybody on the podcast. So it it's, it's ranges from Lonesome Dove, uh, you know, John Wayne and the Cowboys, uh, Tombstone, yep. and then there's just a, a myriad of, of different, you know, titles. Of other uh, answers. You know, yeah. Yeah, I, Tombstone came to mind for me, but then, then like Clint Eastwood was really the original – gangster cowboy guy that that i really dug as a kid and oh yeah he kind of defined some of that genre for me it's, yeah absolutely absolutely so um you guys are on uh instagram under canyon coolers correct and, and then uh you guys you guys on facebook too yes we have a facebook account and an instagram account and those are our two primary social media accounts that we're, we're uh, awake at the switch for right and then what's uh, what's your um your website all right it's really technical are you ready yeah canyoncoolers.com yeah that's a good one that's it that's us yeah <laughs> so um so yes, yeah, so you can find us. We've got a great website. Uh, I've been lucky to work with some nice folks on the social media side, but we just try to be responsive. Uh, and I even try to reply to all the different product reviews too that we get. We solicit reviews from folks um, via Trustpilot if you buy a product from us. And, and we do listen. We do make some adjustments. Uh, and we're definitely kind of being driven. So if there's, there's things you guys need in your coolers and stuff, you know, we do pay attention to. Very cool, and I I just noticed a picture here. Um, uh, is Dean? Is Dean? Was he? Was he uh, uh, in uh, rodeo before? You yes, he... Dean Bell. Absolutely, yeah. He's known in the rodeo circles. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. I just I saw a picture. You guys, uh, you uh, Dean and, and Eric, at the International Sportsman's Expo booth. Oh, that. yep, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, Dean's a ball of energy. So yeah, when we're at those shows, you just go, go, go. <laughs> but not that I've been to one in a long time, nor do I know when we'll go again. But uh, yeah, yeah. Once all this craziness passes, huh? Absolutely. Yeah. No doubt. Well, very cool, Jason. Hey, man. Well, I just uh, appreciate you coming on, and I'm, I'm looking forward to getting my. Uh, my soft side cooler. And then you guys, you said you got a new smaller one coming out in September. You said. I should have some more so, um, small soft sides for you late July, early September. And then we'll have a backpack version coming out as well. And yeah. You guys, we haven't told anyone about that. So you, you and your listeners are the first to know. Awesome. Very cool. Well, hey, thanks again. I appreciate you coming on, and then um, I'm looking forward to uh, to getting my uh, cooler, and I'll do a uh, post and review on on social media. You got it, Dan. Thanks so much for having me on and supporting these Arizona businesses, and uh, you know, being a part of your community and pulling together the the modern cowboy. I think that's a that's a great thing. You know, we just appreciate being a small part of that. Yeah, I appreciate that. All right, folks, that's all for today, and we'll see you on the next one. Hey, don't forget to check out the sponsor of the podcast, The Cow Lot, at thecowlot.com. 
They are all about service, quality, honesty, and integrity. The Western way of life, how you wear it, and how we preserve it. Be sure and check them out and tell them Dan at the Modern Cowboy Podcast sent you. Hitch up the trailer Saddle up old rock And ice down a cooler I drive that old back road Until it ends At the rope and pin We got them rusted out pickups And fancy rigs $20,000 horses Then there's my old stick Although we're all the same The minute we ride in to the rope and Most of life's problems Yeah, we're gonna solve them A dozen wives, half the fingers on his hands, to the rope and pin. And it takes a little skill and a little luck. If you can talk smack, if you can back it up. Oh, but we're all friends, no matter who wins. Down at the rope and Down at the Roman Bay Down 